0: Welcome to Machine Embroidery with Kimberbell, where we share helpful tips, introduce exciting new products, and celebrate all things machine embroidery. I'm your host, Kim Kristofferson, and I can't wait for you to experience the joy of creativity with us. I think I'm going to just make up my own pillow size, and we'll call it... A bench pillow, <laughs> you know? Like, wow, <laughs> pretty earth shattering, you know? Yeah. There. But the then when I put it into, a, I made my own pillow form for it, pillow size because it was sixteen by thirty eight, because that was the size it, it ended up with the, with the actual wall hanging. And um, anyway, I, I guess they say the rest is history. I mean, I. I did that and I liked it because again it was that the idea of being able to create a smaller project. It wasn't overwhelming. Right. It had some cute appliques. It had some fun piecing techniques, but you could break it down into bite sized chunks for someone who's new as well, and create you know something really beautiful for your home, and it wasn't overwhelming. And people, so there there it started.
1: Yeah, people people absolutely loved those bench pills. I remember asking Kim. I said. She says, "I've made a bench pillow." I'm like, "What's a bench pillow?
2: <laughs> it's a new thing." She's like, "It's a pillow for your bed." i but like, everybody's is that a- gonna need one?" It's a pillow for
0: your bed. I know. Come on. I was
1: like, "Is that even a thing?" Yeah. She's like, "It's gonna be." <laughs>
0: And he's like, well, what if people don't have a bench? And I said, well... They'll have to buy one. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. We only had stock in benches (laughs) because uh, (laughs) we we did say, well, it would make a cute table runner too, or it could look cute on a bed or a couch. And we have seen a lot of people use them that way. But certainly the bench pillow was born. And then the idea, again, for me... You know, you only have so much space for storing things, and you want to feel like you know. Ooh, what if I could switch this out for every Absolutely. month? It's kind of like that blank space yes. on the wall. Well, now I had a blank bench that needed you a pillow. Have something else, right? So I made the pillow form once, and then I said, "What if we could now create designs for every month, season, right. reason, holiday? You name swap it. Swap them Absolutely. out. Swap them out. And so you only had to store the Who one pillow form. Who
2: doesn't love a form. good swap out? <laughs>
0: and it just was really fun so I absolutely I think if I look back at all the projects we've ever done at Kimberville I would say bench pillows have to be my absolute favorite because of the time it took but the well, size yeah. and it just it it's a fun off. project well and a lot
1: of people I mean they absolutely love those bench pillows and that we spanned about 2013 to 2015 making all kinds of Bench pillows for sewing,
0: for sewing, for sewing. But
1: even now, I mean, if you run into some people who might not have heard of Kimberbell, you know, but if they've had some exposure to the industry, there is a, um, a sewing person or a shop owner. A lot of times they'll be like, Oh, Kimberbell. Yeah. Bench pillows. You're the bench pillows people. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that. That was a thing that we did. Yeah, and, and we so, still do and it. We still just do it in them. a
0: little different way now. Because right. Absolutely. We're all about machine embroidery, which I guess helps lead us into well, how and it kicks it happened.
2: up another notch. Yeah. There's things that you can do that you couldn't do before. Yeah. Well,
1: well, because as you continued to design more and more bench pillows, they honestly they got a little bit more intricate. I mean, yeah. there was like wording on them <laughs> and lots of. I mean, they're. They're really great and, and cute, right? And people love them. But they they were a lot of work for somebody who was sewing yeah. to kind of cut out all those pieces sure. and sew around all the pieces to get them appliqué onto the onto the design. And, and, and don't uh,
0: forget the dimensional embellishments. That was always a kind of a
1: mm-hmm. a big deal
0: for me too. It's like,
2: oh, we could add a little something, something here and over here. Well, I just think of the little gnomes that their legs come yeah. out and hung up. Yes,
0: like or the, they have right. the little wooden noses, noses, or you know, something that just makes it kind of Kimberbell cute. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Deanna. Kimberbell cute. Yeah. I think that's another thing that maybe sets our patterns apart is people have come to know that we like to embellish things and we, we like to have kind of the wow factor, maybe that when someone walks by a wall hanging, um, you know, or a a bench pillow or whatever it may be, there's that little something that makes them stop in their tracks and go, Oh, that that's cute. It's like this piece of art, right? So you know, as I continue to make these again for sewing version, um, I was at a quilt market and a shop owner from Washington came into the booth and she said, Kim, I, 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 I'll tell you what, I love what you're doing here. I love your quilts. I love your sewing projects and I love the bench pillows, but when you turn this into machine embroidery, you let me know and I will buy all of it. <laughs> just kinda laughed. Ha ha ha. She's like, no, I'm serious. She says, my customers, you know, yeah, they love the sewing and the quilting, but they love, love machine embroidery. Right. So when you when you turn these into machine embroidery you know, holler (laughs) and I'll be back. And I think you'll open up a whole new market for yourself. And I guess that would have been about 2015.
1: Around 2015. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I did love machine embroidery and I always, I had machine embroidered for years just on a personal level. Um, and making you know, a few designs here and there for Kimberbell, but it wasn't until, um, that shop owner said that, that I went well, maybe she's on
2: to something. Then the here. wheels start turning. Yeah, right. we could do this. We well, do this.
1: the thing is, is we had now, I don't know what, maybe 14 different sewing bench pillow designs that you'd completed because we yeah. had one for every month. Every month, yeah. And so uh, a few very interesting things happened when when uh, when we took this turn to, to look at more machine embroidery. Um we were looking at these bench pillows and we kind of went to one of the more difficult use cases for machine embroidery right out of the gate with it because it required some double hooping and, and other things like that. And so um, we thought, well, we've got to figure out how to digitize these so that they can be constructed into this pillow. This isn't just using your embroidery machine to monogram a towel, right? This is like, you're putting this, this project together now with your embroidery machine. And so, we actually um, found somebody who we knew locally who was, she was super smart yeah, and and was just great. I think at the time she was doing a lot of cricket type stuff.
0: Yeah, she did a lot of things on, you know, those electronic cutting machines. Yes. And I had actually gone to one of her classes. She was teaching at my sister's shop. And her name's Jeanette, by the way. Shout out to Jeanette. Mm-hmm. And um, she was teaching a, a class for her on using the silhouette, I believe. And as I sat in the class, I just kept thinking, you know what? I <laughs> I don't know her very well, <laughs> but from, you know, or, or what she knows or doesn't know. But from what I can tell from her presentation, she's really good at like uh, the spatial uh recognition of, of you mm-hmm. know design and so many of the things that she was doing on her her um cutting machine are very similar um steps to what you do with digitizing and such i wonder if she'd ever be interested <laughs> right like, what have it, i got to lose I, and that's exactly right deanna i mean we're we're talking like i mean we only had one employee.
1: Well, time? yeah, I mean that—that that was what I was going to say.
0: Start and grow this company now.
1: Right. It was kind of through this that all of a sudden, because it's kind of it's kind of scary when you're when you've got a business and and you're just running it, but then the idea of hiring employees. I was going
2: say bringing other people in. And
1: bringing it. other people in that kind of feels like a next step. And yeah. and and it that was
0: w- one of those next steps we needed to have is someone who knew. Digitizing. Right.
1: And so we got Jeanette and we were like, man, you are so smart. Can you figure out how to digitize? And she's like, yeah, I think I can. And so.
0: Yeah. So I went up to her after the class and right. I said, hey, so, you know. Boy, if you I got know, a deal for you. Right? But we started talking about it and she's like, you know, that's, that's interesting to me. You know, I, I and I started explaining a little bit about it. She goes, I, I think I could probably learn how to do
1: that. Little did we know we were hiring a genius. But yeah. She, she is amazing. Yeah. She, yeah. And so she figured it out. She figured out how to double hoop these things yeah. and how to take people through a process. And then we applied all of the same principles in terms of like step-by-step instructions, lots of photos. And we put together a pretty dang good yeah. embroidery project to yeah. make these bench pillows. And that started us down a road of, of we were kind of in parallel, the, the projects that we would develop to sell there would be a sewing version or a quilting version, and then also a machine embroidery version. And we started to tailor what we were designing, or I guess Cam was designing to to do that. But I mean, from so from my side of things, I I uh, I manage the business side of of the right. company. And I look back and at the time we had hired, we have a, a longstanding employer named Tanya. She's run just about every part of the company. Yeah. She currently- one time is, She's or another, worn right? all the hats. She's yeah, done all has. the things. And she, I think she now runs our product development group. But at the time she was helping with all the accounting and oh, ordering shipping and shipping. shipping. And customer service. <laughs> she, she did everything. You name it. And, and then, so we had her, she'd been there and then we had brought on Jeanette. And, and then because we're putting together all of these complex instructions- and really wanting to do a great job of it. I mean, it was it was in our heart that we wanted people to love these products and really love the process. Yeah. So that had well, to be perfect. Well, you still
2: want to keep that level of the small from me to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're getting to the but point where you can't do it all yourself. We can't yeah. do it.
1: And so we started hiring. We I think we hired a graphic designer to kind of put the instructions together. That's yeah. when we hired our first tester to start testing oh, yeah. all of the designs. Um, and so... I guess from a business standpoint, we started to build a team. Yeah. And
0: I'll never forget. Someone told me, well, you know what? You do what you do best and you hire out the rest. And that served us well because, you know, we could bring on these really amazing people that we could trust and know that, you know, they know more than you do. And so they can truly help your company grow. If you try to keep it so tight, um, there's no room for growth. Mm-hmm. right and so it was all about delegating and elevating <laughs> I
1: love Right, that. and so as we as we started to grow and and really i would say with the introduction of machine embroidery into our product mix that really opened up our growth as a company because with machine embroidery uh, projects they're a little bit more difficult to put together than than say just a regular quilting design and it kind of separated us from the pack and then just the way in which we were doing it and putting a lot of just making, I feel like a really super quality product. Um, The quality of the product itself drove a lot of the growth, growth of the company. Um, We did good marketing things in that, but you know, you can have great marketing all day long, but if you don't have a superior product, then it's tough, it's tough going. And so the product sold itself and people just started to love it in the shops that we were selling it into. Uh, The shop owners and the shop employees and instructors, they loved it and they brought it to their customers and we just started doing a lot more um a lot more machine embroidery products and, and introducing that into the mix along with these quilting products and we kind of kept those going simultaneously but i would say it was right there in 2015 with with adding the employees so that we could do embroidery and all these other things that kind of like things started to accelerate yeah and 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 a lot more shops started picking us up and bringing in these products and you know, it had been several years of just kind of just working it and working it and working it and going to shop or to quilt markets and getting into more and more shops and things like that and, and building out a team and then kind of a switch turned and people were really loving our products and we were getting him into a lot of shops and people started to find out what Kimberbell is all about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have an amazing marketing team. We brought on Jamie, who really helped accelerate, you know. our our brand uh, throughout the marketplace and really helped us identify like, you know, who we were as a company and, you know, what we wanted to accomplish and the idea that, you know, we want you to, to feel, this is our tagline, tagline, we want you to experience the joy of creativity. Right. Because we knew that when people experience that, something happens to them that is, it's amazing, right? It's a beautiful right. thing to watch. You know, people that are going through difficult times, happy times, no matter what's going on in their life, when they can carve out a little bit of time to experience creativity for their homes, their families, for their loved ones, who they're making it for. Maybe it's even to sell. Whatever they're they're creating the, uh, for, it's good for them. It's good for their soul. And then it's, it makes them happy giving it to other people. So that was the feeling we truly wanted to to get out there in the world. And I think Jamie helped us a lot um, make that happen.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. And that was, a, that was a revelation for me that I didn't, I didn't, you know, not being a DIYer, yeah. I didn't understand that, that joyful feeling that comes with creativity quite as well as I think you did, Kim, because you are more of that type of person. But I remember at one point as we were trying to understand what it was people loved about our products. We did a, we did a survey of a bunch of customers and just like, Hey, what is it that you like? And that, and all these results came back. And I remember reading through them and, you know, my background had been in marketing. So I'm like, we got to survey customers. And so I was reading through a lot of their um, responses. And I remember reading like, Oh, I've been, I've been so depressed in my life um, lately, but I found some of these instructions. I started making these projects and things have opened up for me. And now I'm feeling, I'm feeling so much more happy. And I, you know, this just brought a light into my life or, Things like, you know, I've had a really strained relationship with my mother and and she and I have been at odds for years, but I've got this quilt pattern and and we've been making it together Together. and together it's beginning to heal our relationship or, or the,
2: it takes on a whole different aspect of, this is a lot more than
1: just, and I remember, you know, a lot of responses like I spend all, all day, every day attending to other people's needs. You know, I've, I'm a mom, I've got these kids, they need everything. I got, I've got to get them taken care of off to school. I got to get dinner on the table. I'm doing all these different things. And I'm, Oh my gosh, when I finally in the evening, get a chance to just sit down and work on a project by myself, that's my me time. And that's when I can finally just really, um, you know, lean into this hobby. and And that just gives me something special. But, but then when I, I finish it or finish whatever it is and, I, and you know people see it and I can say I made that mm-hmm. it's such a great feeling and so when I was reading those results I was like oh my goodness this is like who knew this was yeah. pretty emotional yeah and I, I remember talking to Kim and saying this is like making me a little uncomfortable because <laughs>
2: you read these
1: because yeah.
0: these you know I was you just uh, couldn't understand it I, I was like, yeah, you d- oh, you know I, I fully understand you know. it now
1: but at the time I, I just couldn't believe it and Kim's like yeah yeah, it's their it's their creative outlet. I mean, what did you expect? I'm like, I don't know what I expected, but she's she fully understood it, and so to me that was super awesome and, and something that I've loved now that I didn't quite get with fin- financial technology career I had before.
2: Finance doesn't create the same euphoric feeling. <laughs> I know. Like
1: that. I love the company I worked for and all the people I worked with, and I'll always appreciate that time. But with this, it's like okay, you know. Um, this is really cool that we're making something that really has a positive influence in people's lives. And I love that. And I love that we're, we and our team were able to create that feeling for them. And I absolutely love that um, the shops that we partner with can bring that to the people that they're working with. And just the fact that everybody's having this really positive experience in their lives and, and through what we're, what we're producing on our, here as a team with all the love and creativity that we're putting into it. Yeah. And so anyway, that was, that was, uh, really neat. But so explain, tell them what happened in like the 2016 when all of a sudden shops started coming to us and saying, oh, Hey, we would love you to, uh,
0: come and teach, right? come and
1: teach or, or could, could you do come an and do bit. events for us? Yeah. We want you to come and do events for us. So We didn't really know what they meant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'd gone around and, and done a little bit of teaching here and there, um, around the country, you know, Kimberbell projects and stuff at quilt shops and such. Um, but you know, again, busy mom, busy, right. busy life with a growing business and kids still at home now going into their teen years and but you did this going to be traveling. easier? Oh yeah. <laughs> you you and I both know, know. Yeah. Um, uh, not for the faint of heart for sure, but yeah, you know, so it was just a time that I didn't want to be on the road all the time, but we, we did have, you know, the request of, well, we'd love to have you come and do events. Um, in our shop and in particular machine embroidery events and um, so you know we thought well sounds interesting
2: right. <laughs> let's
0: think about this you know how could what would that look like for us how could we make that work and still work with you know our our mission our goal um, at Kimberbell and who would we have go out and teach because I can't personally go and right. do that um, everywhere um, and so we kind of, <laughs> we got this group of us together, right. you know, about, I don't know, there was probably five or six employees. There was a
1: team of like five people yeah. and, and we would get together weekly and, and, and go we through like talk how, about all the
0: pros and cons. Like
1: what are, what do we want this to look like? What do we want this to pro- program to look like? And, and we recognized that as we looked into it, okay, there's a lot of different companies out there who will go and do events for shops. Some yeah. shops organize their own events, other shops Want somebody to come in and do the event for them.
0: Or a combination of both.
1: Or a combination of both. And as we got talking about, okay, for us to do an event that would live up to the standards that we have for our products and for for the type of thing we want to put out in the world, what would we want it to look like? And there's a number of things that were definitely on the list. Like we want the projects to be amazing yeah, we, want, we want
2: them to be able to complete finished projects we want at the them, event.
1: We want them to complete finished projects. We want to make it. Because
2: we all know if you don't finish it at the event, you take it home. It never gets done. <laughs> well, yeah. We all right? have those. We all have those <laughs> well, projects. Well, yeah.
1: And also some of the other things that we saw other, other, are happening at events was like, well, it's not a completed project. We want ours to be a completed yeah. thing. So you really feel that sense of accomplishment and get that full joy of creativity. And, um, so we knew we wanted that to happen. We we knew we wanted to produce a kit of materials, everything that would be needed for the event, so that those could be brought in, and it wouldn't require a bunch of effort by the uh, by the shop. Well, to, to prepare just from for my it. sister's
0: experience, knowing what a shop owner goes through, they are busy. Right, they're wear, wearing ten thousand hats, and the last thing you know that they want to you know or have time for do or have time for is to cut a whole bunch of fabric and make kits and create the projects and so we felt like if we could provide that kit in in a box in a bag in something and you know just kind of a one-stop shop for this and we could truly empower the shop itself to be the go-to expert on machine embroidery right. instead of us being the expert coming in we can provide everything for you and you as a shop owner or an educator you create that relationship with your customer, um, great things can happen. Right. Well, it
1: can. and But you, before we got to that point, you got to realize what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we were looking at it and just the standard model in our industry is that the company that produces the event also hires a staff of instructors and those instructors go out to the shops and put on the event. Yeah. Right. And that's a model that works great. Yeah, it
2: does. But they're there for a day. Mm-hmm. You can't, not enough time to build that relationship and keep those customers coming.
1: Back. Well, not only that, but you're, you're absolutely right. But also we were looking at and saying, okay, well, who's our team of instructors? And we're like, <laughs> uh... we're like, okay, five well, of us?
2: yeah, exactly.
1: well, yeah, exactly. And so I said, well, Kim, obviously everybody's going to want you. And maybe we could talk your sister into doing it. Maybe Jeanette, who's here, who's this amazing digitizer, maybe she could do it. Maybe Joy could do it. Maybe Joy could do it. Who was another. But um, then they're not
2: here doing the job that we hired them for,
1: right? (laughs) Well, yeah, and plus, I mean, but we're like, but I guess that's what we're going to have to do because that's what you do, and that was the path we were going down. And then I remember in one of these weekly meetings where we were hashing out the details of the event program, um, (laughs) Kim shows up and she's like. You guys,
0: Or starting from scratch. I'm sorry,
1: but it's just not going to work. It for- came to me at two o'clock this morning. <laughs> it did. It's right. a shower clock. I
0: could not sleep the night before because it finally dawned on me. Wait a minute. We don't have to do it the way it's always been done.
1: Let's we think can about do it this
0: completely
1: different. That's what makes us special. Oh, well, yeah, and it was it was or a gr- crazy, right? <laughs> it was a great thought. It's, it's a it's, it's a, a balance. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. And it's so- a
2: unique concoction. <laughs>
1: it led to a lot of interesting new possibilities and yeah. being you know okay and kim said you know i think what we need to do is as these shop owners are the ones who want to build a relationship with their customer base and they want to be the go to and they want to potentially hold a lot of events which they're not going to be able to do if we have to come out and do they're it for them they're
2: waiting for us to get there yeah. right i mean
1: maybe maybe one could we one a year maybe, maybe.
2: yeah <laughs> and
1: yeah. and you know and plus, we want them to be the ones building the relationship with their customers and and putting on these amazing things. And so, what if we certified the shops themselves to put on these events, and and we could train them? They could come out here to Utah, and we could come out
0: to a three day training. Do you think people would do it? I mean, you uh, like I don't know. Just, I don't know. It's kind of like sending out birthday party invitations, wondering who's going to show up. To Hoping your birthday. someone will come. You know, I hope someone will come, and that's exactly right. what we did. Yeah. We, for us, for for us, this. it's
1: like, well, we want to do this. We want to make these events, and we know we can make amazing projects to put into these events. We know that we can we can deliver everything needed for an amazing event, but we just need somebody else to do them. And so, yeah, we put together this idea of, of holding training. of holding an academy and inviting everyone out and I think that we were going to hold our first one in October, November of twenty sixteen. Twenty
0: sixteen. It was October. Because we had
1: worked on this all that year leading up to it, and so we were excited. We were a little nervous. We're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I remember we went to a trade show that late summer or early fall, and and we were pitching it to to. So what do you think?
2: If we did this, would you
0: come? Right. I was so nervous. I was so nervous that no one would show up to the birthday party, right? Right. And, and we had a lot
1: of people who told us that no one would.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had. Yeah. They're like,
1: are you crazy? No one's going to come to Utah to get trained to <laughs> yeah, do this. They just days. want you to show up and do the event, which yeah. might be the case in a lot of cases. But we said, well, we're going to try it. This is what we're going to do anyway. And so
0: we're going to give it a whirl.
1: And so we opened mm-hmm. up that first academy, we call it, where, where shop owners come to come to Logan and they get trained in how to do these events and in the way that we put it all together and how they work with us to pull it off and how the whole program works. And
0: those shop owners that came to that first event, they hold a special place in my heart we love right. them. because I'm so grateful that they, you know, took a chance on us. They, they believed in us when I wasn't so sure myself, like how this would all end up. Right. And they, You know, we had maybe a dozen of them. I think that maybe a
1: dozen showed up. At the time we were doing it, we kind of modeled in a a machine embroidery event for their training where they would come and we would set up a classroom and they would sit at the machine. We would model teaching techniques and talk to them about how the projects go and and how they would do it.
0: And we partnered with machine manufacturers to provide the machines that they sold. Well, and that,
1: that was key that we, we really appreciate everything those guys did for us and lending those machines for us to do this. But we, um, I think I know that, so we had a a limited number of people who could come. And and so that first Academy, we opened it up and it sold out, it it filled up. And then I think we might've done a second one that year, later in the year. And that one filled up and we certified more shops and then the next year, there in 2017, I think we were going to hold six academies over the course of the year. Every single one of them filled up, and we continued to do that over the next all the years until now. And and we would until fill COVID,
2: up. yeah, COVID. Right, left COVID. Us. COVID's yeah.
1: another thing, but we'll get to. But what was great is all of a sudden now there were all these shops across the United States that were holding certified events and eventually got up into canada and some other places but um these amazing shop owners who had come and got certified
0: and educators and educators they
1: got they got behind it and they bought into it and they started putting these events on and making these awesome event experiences and finding their tribe of people who wanted to come and, and learn from them and they did they built this amazing relationship with with their customers the, the events themselves were a blast. People absolutely loved coming to them. Um, they were having a lot of success. And because they were the ones who were putting on the events, um, they were building the relationship with the customer. They could do as many as they wanted to. Um, well and
2: also they're the expert in that once they're right. doing it. Oh, they so are. if there's
1: questions or concerns or something that they're just
2: not quite mm-hmm. they're coming and talking to the shop owner, not trying to get all to Kim. Yeah.
0: Even after after the days of the event, they know who they can go to uh with questions.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that anybody, at least I hope, that's been to a Camberbell event at one of our shops, one of our shops, one of the shops <laughs> that have partnered with us, um, will have seen you know the quality of it and i think that they loved it because they just continue to come back and we release new events all the time um but that kind of got us into the event space and so from then on you know until the present a lot of what kimberbell was doing was you know we're putting out these events with these machine embroidery projects we never did anything but machine embroidery for that and we were releasing other retail products to go along with it and we were um, producing a variety of materials. I mean, obviously the kits we had to assemble that go into or used in the event that we were mm-hmm. sending out, but we were starting to bring on a lot of other product lines as well. We came up with the idea for some tools. Yeah. Kim Kim has like out of her head sprang these ideas for <laughs> Orange Pop Rulers. <laughs> clear blue tiles, <laughs> other things like that. Kim doesn't sleep. She just keeps initial, thinking of things I, that I right. mean,
2: I will say
0: initial ideas for those things come out of my mouth and then it takes a team to make it happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. the, definitely like, oh, we could do this, this, this. And then I've got, you That's know. That's how it works at my house too. Team. I
2: have this amazing thing. Can you make it happen? <laughs> yeah. And my husband's
1: like, oh,
0: yeah. Right, right. So. Well, the
1: what? Uh, so I would say that period from about 2017 to 2020 um for us was just rapid growth yeah we were we were building the team we got over our fear of of having employees and we saw just how much you know building a team opened up the, the ability to grow the company and to in- increase our impact yeah and really just to do all these things that we couldn't do it's like wow you know, this team is amazing. Well, and- no
0: longer was it just counting on me to do, oh, Kim, we need you to do the, some artwork for this. or that? Right. You know, now we have a team of artists.
2: Well, that it we becomes can count too on. much. Yeah. Yeah. Real- we have
0: a team for marketing and we have a team for shipping. And it, it's just amazing what happens when, you know, uh, the cliche of teamwork makes the dream work. It's true, though. It's yeah. absolutely true. That's our team is what has made Kimberbell what it is.
1: Today. Right. And, and having that team and kind of the success of, of these early products and then the events program and other things that we were doing at the time really started to fuel the engine. And we were adding more employees, you know, we were able to get out to a lot more shops, the buzz was building um, and, you know, all completely guided and driven just by this desire to always make this amazing experience of joy, joy of creativity for the people who are kind of at the end of the line of this of buying those products and attending the events.
0: Next time on Machine Embroidery with Kimberbell. What it's done too is it's created this amazing community of people who, you know, are now friends online, and we have a Facebook group that's called the Kimberbellas and Fellas, and they are passionate about, you know, their Kimberbell time. We're so grateful for for those people out there that love what they're doing and are willing to share it and help each other. Thanks for listening today. We'd love for you to subscribe at any of your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, and while you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show and leave a review. And don't forget to share the podcast. You can find us at Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and of course, KimberBell.com.